Hello, ladies and gentlemen, give yourself a round of applause for making it to another episode of Suju Old Clock. Do I have to introduce myself? Mm, nah, I don't think so. We are already chingus, so please call me Mash. Well, the irony with my nickname is that I work for a design studio that has the same name as my nickname. I have wanted to bring this up in conversation with my employer a couple of times, and yeah i wanted to just like throw you out and be like the way the universe is so weird and the way it literally moves um it's kind of questionable at times because what kind of supremacy energies that were in control for me to be in that particular space and for me to share the same nickname as the company that i'm working for anyway <laughs> Uh, moving on, uh, this is the second episode. So yeah, today we'll be talking about let's get rid of the stereotypes, uh, which is something that I spoke about in the last episode, um, mainly about the African stereotypes or Africa stereotypes. So um, today we'll be talking about like stereotyping Korea. I know, I know. <laughs> Without wasting time, today's episode. Um, it's stereotypes surrounding K-pop. So I'm going to take you to school. Allow me to educate you. South Korea is not a country. Before, there was South and North Korea. The peninsula was ruled as a dynasty known as Chosa. Ah, please, if, if, if I mispronounced it, correct me. And I'm sorry. Um, it existed for more than like five centuries until 1990. I mean, like <laughs> our grannies and I don't know, like maybe three generations from my lineage were not born by that. So this actually goes a long way back. Uh, during this period, which an independent Korea had a diplomatic relations with China and Japan, ended with Imperial Japan's annexation of the peninsula. Um, the rule of Japan lasted for like 35 years. Like that's a lot. I'll actually like share more why I'm actually sharing this to you. Because a lot of people think that South Korea is a country and it's not. Like it's not a country. It's Korea that had a South and a North. So you need to get your facts right. So that even when you're making those uh, baseless judgments or like stereotypes, so on and so forth you have this under check you know under the, under your belt yeah don't be one of those people that uh will be out here be bombastic foolish goats eh say nonsense but you don't even know this fact which is very important so when japan surrendered to the ally allies in 1945 the korean peninsula was split into two zones of occupation the U the u.s controlled south korea and the soviet controlled north korea like, I don't know why Koreans actually like the American culture so much because, yeah, those people screw them up, to be honest. I mean, y'all, y'all should be the Steve Biko in me that, that still has mixed emotions with the other people. They know who, but we're not there. So, um, during the Cold War between Moscow and Washington... Um, two separate governments were established in uh, Pyongyang and Seoul. Um, but you know what? 
beyond the political division, there isn't much cultural cultural difference between Koreans in the South and North. Although they've led like separate lives for almost 70 years, Korean history, collective memory of having a unified independence day for over um, decades, um, you know, it's still something that they share together. The fact that they have the same identity, culture and language. There isn't really much difference because um, even in history classes, um, one of the most important things that they actually do um, celebrate is the, 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 the independence movement, which is uh, something that is a source of nationalism in a way. I hope I explained this right. But okay, you know. Um, all right, enough about history. Uh, the class is out. <laughs> school's out, school's out, school's out. I cannot be smart for more than five minutes. Okay, no, school's out, school's out. Um, besides, I want to share a bit of knowledge and background about Korea in a way that won't bore you. So this is not a philosophical podcast. You know, this is not where smart pens are. This is not a nerd's podcast. As much as I look like a nerd, and I am a geek. In fact, I don't ad- identify as a nerd. I identify as a geek because um, of the interest that I have. Like, my different interests or, like, my personality, um, it boxes me uh, with geeks type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to share a bit of knowledge and background about Korea in a way that won't bore you. So, if you want to learn more, Google is your most reliable friend. I will overstress this fact because people will ask the most stupidest questions when they could just like pull out their phone, go to Google and ask that stupid question and Google will have the patience to answer you. Simple as that. So in whatever that you do in life, whether it's in your career, your relationship, your friendship, whatever, whatever that you're doing in your life, like try googling stuff random as stuff to get answers but if you want expect advice and all that like if you want to dig deeper or be in depth about a certain topic that's when you can seek like um, other people's opinions who are experts in that field okay even experts are human beings so remember that so majority of people who are vested in k-pop suffer from one thing and that is stereotyping Korea. I have a few that I picked and some I have discussed with my language exchange partner. Yeah, I do have a language exchange partner. <laughs> I do, I do. I mean, I'm sure there are people that are also guilty of um, wanting to learn Korean, you know. I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of feels like important deep feels when i'm listening to k-pop music when i'm watching i feel like i'm missing out on a lot and also um when you work on on screen or facing the screen during work hours for a long period of time even when you're home when you want to watch something that gives you leisure um you still have to read subtitles it's it's a bit challenging it strains your eyes and when you're too tired, it's something that you cannot actually like bear. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what's what's choking me right now. Maybe this whole topic is choking me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
um so yeah like i do have a language exchange partner um it's i only have one partner i can't keep up with like a lot of people in that app but i do have someone that um made me feel more comfortable and like also um i don't think there's ulterior uh, motives behind um this whole language exchange partnership that we have because um we've been talking for like months now and it's mainly all about like exchanging knowledge and culture um that's it like i tell him about my culture about my indigenous languages my country and all that and he does the same as well so i'm really really grateful to him um so the first stereotype i mean a lot of people are guilty of this people people who ignore a lot of people are so guilty of this and worldwide globally a lot of people are so guilty of this generalizing asians guys if you really take time out of your blissful ignorance you will be able to differentiate koreans chinese japanese people and the list is endless i also hate it when basochu and batswana are boxed in the same box because that steals away our authentic identity as people so you cannot just assume that um a person would look asian and you say that uh, oh i'm really sorry for using my my mother tongue so biaswana is they are all the same you know or they look the same and that is wrong because that means that you are just being ignorant and being a foolish goat that doesn't want to unlearn and relearn it's somehow somehow racist as well but anyway it's it's the same thing as generalizing generalizing all black people and saying that I will the same. In fact, that's what's happening with this whole thing of um Hollywood and that K-drama that I have love hate relationship with uh generalizing an African image or in, in Africa's image. Um yeah, Africa has a lot more to offer than that. So they're ignorant as well. Foolish goats. <sighs> All right, the second stereotype is you know this stereotype is somehow 50-50 with being accurate and not being accurate. But I'm going to say it anyway. Asians are short. Well, Koreans are considered the tallest Asians, by the way. And really not all of them are short. I mean, I mean I had to say that. I had to end it with that. They are not short. Not all of them are short. I mean, have you seen Rowoon? the legendary basketball player Jaehoon I mean Jaehoon is really tall I mean I, I was I was shocked the first time I saw him watching Knowing Bros um which is also known as Askas Anything or Men on the Mission it's a variety show as well a Korean variety show I really really do like it so Jaehoon is one of like the panelists and I was so shocked um when i saw how tall he is so get your facts right okay get them right so that you can do better oh the third one is also like um basic you know it's really basic because people really just assume like y'all like projecting <laughs> that's the problem 
projections are not good y'all don't have to do that get to know people like get to know people and especially if you're someone that is teachable if you're someone that is curious and wants to broaden their horizons um you stand a chance to gain more throughout that experience of learning uh more about other people from other groups and yeah it's a beautiful path to go on or to embark like honestly be teachable so that you don't have to see the world like that it's not black and white it's colorful bruh um so the third one is all koreans love kimchi or spicy food (laughs) i i'll scream hey i'll scream if you're a friend and we meet an opa or no we can't call them opas when we meeting them for the first time that is that is not appropriate according to me i don't think that's appropriate because it's the, the the whole name is a very enduring name like it's 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 a name that you throw around someone that you're comfortable with and you know or you are well acquainted with so you can be so but then what i was saying is that I will scream if we we friends and we meet up with a Korean group and then next thing the first questions that you are asking are such things like hey, do you like kimchi hey, do you eat kimchi do you like spicy food like all those stupid questions that people would ask and I'm not saying that they don't do it because um when you travel out of your country and you interact with people who are not from your country and or whatever country that you're immigrating in or visiting or vacating in you get asked like questions where questions that you didn't actually think that uh, anyone could ask you that like you know they will ask you about mandela <laughs> mandela has been dead for more than what five six seven ten years that guy has been dead for a very long time but i still have people that ask me about mandela and i'm like okay what about google what about google what about google what is google saying like did you actually try google first and and get what google is trying to tell you back like what about that before you can ask me this question but then um i'll really really scream if you do that you don't do like get to know people like get get to know them i know the fact the fact that um you can ask questions to find out how you actually relate with with that person like so yeah mostly it's it's all about like um relating <laughs> relating with that person because you want to be relatable you know so you do end up asking those stupidest questions but it's not necessary and you can avoid doing such things <sighs> i know i know we're rambling again but i already told you that what you're going to get in this podcast is random rambles about absolutely nothing sometimes i mean take what you can you know if there's gems being dropped take them because i gave them to you for free the next one will cost you because it'll be on a t-shirt and we'll, and we'll have a tag next to it please take them but then if it's nonsense um you could do with a dose of nonsense life is too serious for us to actually not you know relax unwind about nothing so yeah ah the fourth one koreans get plastic surgery 
Mara, what kind of question is this? <laughs> or like, what kind of projection is this? What assumption is this? Yeah? Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It, it really doesn't make sense because um, you can't really think that every uh, American S is plastic. <laughs> you can't claim that every American S is Kim Kardashian's S. Mm? And she lost weight to fit in that dress for Met Gala that I really didn't understand. Honestly, guys, I didn't think the dress was worth all that hassle. Also, how do you lose all of that S? You know what? It's fine. <laughs> it was just it was just me. I'm wondering and rambling about it. <sighs> you know what? It might be a capital of plastic surgery, but saying that everyone gets it is totally ignorant. So yeah, you you, you are walking you are a walking foolish goat. That is a red flag. If you're thinking like that. (sighs) (laughs) I'm laughing in advance. Like, don't mind me. (laughs) I'm laughing in advance because I'm so guilty of this as well. I was part of this gang as well. So, juice box opens. I know, I know. I am guilty of this as well, but you know what gives me remedy? Um, the fact that Korean parents are conservative, and even after decades of living with foreigners, they still treat them like strangers evading their country. Yes, they are strangers. Yes, they are foreigners, but they've had enough time to to want to open themselves up to learn about the people that are occupying the same space as them in their country and really all this they are curious they want to get to know other no there are people in your country i mean you see foreigners all the time in the bars you see them in restaurants but are you actually like there are people in in, like in like in every part of korea who are there as english teachers um entertainers um athletes as well are they really taking the initiative i don't think they are so that's also a red flag there you know just had to throw it out them but what i think is that they should heal from the trauma that japanese colonialism left behind because they really never healed from that because all of that also it's part of the reasons why North Korea and South Korea is divided. And honestly speaking, they are in an ongoing war. I mean, it doesn't end. Like, the other guy from North, you know who? You know, the Kim's family is not really looking into making peace anytime soon. Like, he's not about that democratic alliances. He's not there. It's not about that. So they need to heal from all that trauma so that they can open themselves up more for for foreigners, for people from other countries. I don't like this word foreigners, but anyway, that's that's the best way to explain what I'm trying to say or to just describe the whole thing. Yeah. Um Yeah, they should take initiative. I know they're shy and all, but afraid, let's do better. <sighs> 
So no in-laws will want me as their daughter-in-law. <laughs> like, I don't even follow society norms in my own country. So Duguya. <laughs> I know I said that wrong because Duguya is who are you? But anyway, what I'm trying to say is who am I? Who am I to think that some Oprah will wife me up? I mean, I really wish, but there's there's so much room for disappointment in in a way. What we watch in those dramas is not the re- the reality of Korean men. Travel to Korea for the love of the culture, to secure your coin. Yes, go there to teach English, secure your bag, save. If you want to actually be a permanent resident, as much as it's hard, you, you know, maybe I'll I'll do some research about like ways of how you can be a permanent resident in Korea or be a citizen in Korea. Yeah, but it's really tricky for you to do that. But be there for the man. I'm just saying, like, go there, sell your skills, save, and enjoy the culture as a whole. You know. Yeah, that's all I think. Just, just go for the love of the culture. Just go for the love, so that you won't be disappointed. Because if you're traveling there with the sole purpose of meeting an opa and living the K drama life, I feel like you're going to be disappointed. Because um. From people that I've spoken to and like the podcast, the YouTube videos of like um, girls that are teaching in, in Korea, they've overemphasized how much that isn't true. Like how much that reason will be one of the reasons you will be lonely because um, you will be treated as a stranger. You will, you will be treated as an outsider. So also there's a lot of like, negative factors that contribute to why you can't really get a boyfriend um in korea because um there's this tiktok of this lady that shared the fact that um a person could love bomb you and then like talk about the future be nice treat you well uh and then ghost you (laughs) or during the conversations in the relationship um this korean over would um you know make remarks or or during the conversation talk as if this is like temporary so they really treat relationships with like foreign girls as a temporary thing like they know that you're going to leave and deep down when you know you're going to leave you know just be honest but obviously like if someone wipes you up why would you want to leave why would you want to leave the k-drama <laughs> Why would you want to live the K-drama life? Like, be honest. Why would you want to live that life? No, I wouldn't live as well. If someone decides to just put a ring in my crazy ass fingers, I mean, I am not leaving. I'm not coming back to South Africa. South Africa is the worst country to be in. So I wouldn't be here. I don't know how I got born into this country. As much as I'm proud to be there, but like, did it have to, did it have to be South Africa? Did it really have to be South Africa? <sighs> hey, what can we say? But my take in this is that Korean men's mindset is better than South African men's mindset. If I were to state the positive factors that make them differ, I, you, you already know. You already know that um, this podcast will be very biased and give bias views. You already know. So if you are a South African man and you stumbled upon this, forgive me, my brother forgive me <laughs> forgive me but this is my view and 
um the most shitty part about this is the fact that yeah um oh my god i'm going to repeat this because i had to like stop the recording so please pardon me if it doesn't it doesn't gel well or if it messes up the flow so i would say that the shitty part with all this is that at this point nobody is trying to be better like nobody's trying to be better so the mo- the main difference is that um in korea uh, relationships are something that um okay there's a culture of re- relationships like romantic relationships of romance of love i mean from my view on the sidelines from where i am right now i see a lot of people that love love and that is beautiful loving love is beautiful being in a relationship is beautiful life is already hard enough to do it alone we were not created to do it alone to begin with yes we can be feminist we can believe that we came here alone and all that but you know that best-selling book that we read in church it says that eve was created from what the rib of what of adam yes the people that committed sin is who adam and eve exactly so that's how i see them that's how i view the whole thing the whole culture of dating in korea it's beautiful because here in my country that is my beloved country or not so beloved country no uh-uh, it's not a beloved country my not so beloved country it's quite hard to get in a relationship like you need to be so sure about yourself if you're going to get into a relationship with someone like it's not easy we are stuck in a culture that came with the millennials <laughs> i want to shit on, on millennials a lot in this podcast because these are the people that came up with um messed up cultures that were normalized when they shouldn't have been normalized and they damaged quite a lot of people and then us gen z's kind of had to like adapt and inherit all that um all those messed up cultures and all those norms that were supposed to not be normalized like the toxicity of it so millennials heal please heal 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 sending you love and light so um it's not really easy to get in a relationship here because everyone is just really scared of relationships guys don't want to be in relationships they want to casually date multiple people and there's nothing wrong with casual dating because it gives you choice i'm not gonna say choices but it gives you a choice to get to know yourself better more than you will get to know the person or the people that you are casually dating um you get to learn more about yourself um what is it that you like what is it that you don't like what is it that you're willing to tolerate what is it that you're not willing to tolerate uh what is it that you are you are willing to compromise for and what is it that you are not willing to compromise for you get to to know what you want and willing to settle for and what you are not going to actually absolutely tolerate and that is important So having a choice like that is so important. But not people here. They don't really view it as 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 a learning curve. It's generally just taking advantage of um ni- really nice people, kind people that are genuine about their love to you and taking advantage of that. 
and you know causing trauma um really leaving a huge scar to those people and and hurting them causing them pain and not actually taking account being nonchalant about it being narcissistic about it and yeah being sociopaths in general so hence i said that at this point no one is trying to be better because the more you keep talking to other niggas the more you keep talking to other girls um people have ulterior motives and it's all about who's benefiting amongst the two you know like the girl would be there for many and i'm not generalizing please please note the fact that they are independent bitches like me thank you <laughs> but it's more about that the fact that if i'm going to actually date a guy um i need to now start weighing my options of like um if i'm with this person what is it that i'm getting from this person is this person the minister of transport is this person the minister of finance is he minister of vip tickets to the most luxurious restaurants or clubs minister of food you know yeah girls do a lot of shit for like things that i feel like if you were able to do them for yourself it wouldn't be such a big deal to get out of the guy i mean if i can do it myself there's nothing new that you bring to the table because bitch i'm the table thank you thank you this is the moment where round of applause this just anyway because i gave it to you for free the next one will cost you so yeah, that's that's the difference between uh, the dating culture in Korea and the dating culture in South Africa. In South Africa, they take advantage and they really see love as a weakness. I don't know who said that to them. I don't know who said that to, to South African people that loving and showing your love is a sign of weakness. I don't know. Yeah, that, that person doomed us. Like, that person ruined us. That's our damnation. But then, yeah. But if you want to really see... Because, obviously, I'm in South Africa. And, like, I don't really know exactly what's going on in, in the dating streets of Sao or Busan. Um, I don't really know them. But if you really want to get a sense of, like... Um, how husbands really behave. And, like, how really, at times there's no much difference between the men in your country and the men in korea the one the opus that we have yeah that's what you see that there's no much difference you must watch mr house husband like you see the good and the bad and trust me you will probably pop up with this um couple and this man infuriates me so much yeah but i watch anyway so yeah um yeah anyway yeah mr house husband gives me headache at times but i really do love it i do love it because i get to know these people better and i don't think it's scripted because there are so many stuff like there's so many things that happen or so many situations where i feel like yeah this shouldn't be on tv because this person stands a lot of criticism like this does actually like damage your reputation you know like it's not a good thing to be there on the public so also like you get judgmental as a viewer because you're like girl why are you with this man like 
why why are you still there like why are you still married with this person also i'm like how are you tolerating all of that so watch mr house husband you'll definitely find various things oh, oh and you also actually get to see why or make sense of why you actually love juice box opas because if they love they love hey those husbands guys <laughs> those husbands those husbands they need to get um grant from the government just for being husbands gee they must just give them money for being husbands to thank them and then we must throw their mama's baby showers again if your mama didn't get a baby shower and you're a juice box opera that is respectful loving supportive a provider an awesome husband and an awesome father to your kids i, I mean your government should be giving you grants and you should tell us so that we can throw your mama a second baby shower please you must you must let us know you must let us know so yeah um when you get a chance please stop objectifying this man when you meet up with them like i am so scared of your thoughts guys like i am so scared of your dirty thoughts yeah as much as you don't want anyone to objectify you as a human being you want them to see you for who you are do that to them when you meet up with them they are human every the day okay like if you truly are interested approach the person with like the right mindset and the right intentions like get to know them have strike up a conversation even if it doesn't lead anywhere it doesn't have to lead to you ending up with an ampion okay please or you changing your surname to Miss Park. By the way, um, in Korea, uh, when a couple gets married, the woman doesn't change their surname to the husband's name. And I like that so much because you don't lose your identity as a woman. Like, you don't. You don't leave your surname, your whole surname behind to take on someone else's. Like, imagine you went to school for seven years to be a doctor and then the last year of, of completing your phd this nigga decides to marry you all of the sudden your family doesn't have a doctor the first doctor you are now a doctor in someone else's house so yeah imagine that imagine that um i keep pausing the recording because yeah i'm at home and you know what i'm being distracted as i said that there's nowhere i will be and it will not be noisy everywhere i am it's not actually like sound friendly so at home there's always something going on so if you hear something in the background please pardon me as much as i don't want to be apologizing for all these things that i have no control over but you know out of common decency i feel like apologizing for that so yeah i was saying like don't objectify them get to know them don't embarrass yourself by calling a man you met five minutes ago over <laughs> like don't you feel weird as well <laughs> i feel like if i were i were to do that i'd feel so weird i feel so awkward because i mean it's like calling a man you just met five minutes ago babe i mean if you guys met at the club and you both drank that could be excused 
because when we're drunk we turn out to be very nice <laughs> we turn out to skip several steps it don't matter because i might i might wake up next to you in the next day you know yeah it don't matter <laughs> but if it's not that setting world like you know it's it's a more chilled vibe or you're meeting somewhere and the first thing that you do is calling that person opa after like exchanging a few ways that that's not okay also maybe you should ask i think asking the person in question that like are you comfortable with me calling you opa can i call you opa also you can just call them hyong if someone is older than you, you can call them hyong to show respect because um that's how it's done and hyong is brother so don't don't be i'm not saying that man familiarize zone yourself because you already have your eyes on on the candy you know but what i'm trying to say is that like just ask that person if they're comfortable with you using the term oba because you just met them you also wouldn't like a guy calling you babe and you don't know this person like y'all don't know each other like that to call each other babe and all so moving along to fandom updates of course i'm going to do fandom updates because <laughs> i belong to a fandom <laughs> and this update is about my my fan club buffet yeah it's about my idol group and like this whole thing of my it sounds possessive like <laughs> I don't want to sound like that. I don't want to be that fan that is possessive over an idol group because at the end of the day, they are, they are human beings. And I like them as artists, but not as individuals because I don't know, I don't know them. I don't know all the seven boys personally, all the seven men because they now men. Hey, yeah, guys, even the Magne is, is old now. Jungkook is now a man. Y'all know that. I mean, he, he looks manly. And he flirts like a man. So, uh, all right. Um, so every time I commute to work, I actually either listen to podcasts or music. Not mostly. I don't mostly listen to music, to be honest, because it's in the morning, and really, I don't want to. Okay, when I bother, I listen to music. But if I'm actually commuting, I don't listen to music. Because here's the thing. I mean, um, you need to be aware of your surrounding. So listening to podcasts is easier because it doesn't make much noise. Even when you're wearing like earphones or so. So oh, I also read um, K-pop updates. So there will be articles from different websites that cover K-pop, you know content and all that i would read up that i don't know why but my google algorithm just throw them to me and me i will consume it you know i chose this life anyway so so this morning i read uh, an article obviously about park jimin again guys about park jimin again not so long ago we we also had a whole controversy is it supposed to be a controversy guys what is the definition of controversy <laughs> I don't think it's a scandal though. I feel like it's 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 controversial what really happened to him. Yeah. Um yeah, this also gave me heartache and now I am home and I just wanted to unpack the whole thing also. 
So the article is from allkpop.com. It was about Park Jimin. Of course, that caught my attention since he's my bias. And I have to share why I am his stan. Jimin is diligent. He enjoyed the other me- he joined the other members at the dorm as someone that moved to Seoul. Yeah, and he needed a place to stay. He was a bypasser, in fact. Like in in short, um, yeah, he was a bypasser. He wasn't meant to be in BTS. And I'm not saying this as like he he doesn't belong. He belongs there. I mean, he has proven over and over again that he belongs there. But how he came about joining the agency and being part of this boy brand, um, the boy band group, um, it's actually quite different from other members. And um, the article will cover that. I am going to read a bit of the article because it's very long as well. It's a long read, and I don't want to bore you. <laughs> so. When he came to the dorm and joined the guys, obviously there were a lot because apparently there were more than 20 or so. Um, and he stuck around to watch the dance practices, join them at times. This one is a dancing machine and he's dedicated to his art. <sighs> Black Swan, Bafrit. Um, Filter. In every music video that has Park Jimin's um, dancing, it's top tier. Now, y'all know it's creme de la creme. He has proven over and over again. Uh, he's dedicated to his art. He worked so hard to be part of BTS. If there's someone that is overcompensating to be accepted by hype is Jimin. And it's wild because this man is clearly without doubt, without doubt a very talented artist. When he appeared with the group on your quiz variety show, he mentioned how much the staff member... Uh, from the agency will always say that you were this close to be sent home also when he said that he said it when i watched the whole interview um you know there are people with personalities that uh, allow them to let things slide and see the good in every situation i think when he said that he was not aware of the psychological trauma that came with someone constantly bringing out your fear up like i would have ptsd ptsd like i would really have that ptsd i would suffer for anxiety because you know that you have a dream and you want it so bad and you want to make it and you want it to manifest into real life and you are working your ass off and you're putting in the effort the sweat the tears even your own blood and then someone constantly when there's gatherings or there's there's meetings or you're being called out to 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 the office she would say that you were this close to be sent home. Like, what are, what are you supposed to do as a person? Are you supposed to be grateful that you were not being sent home? You know, like, I feel like it's also a tool, a manipulation tool that is used to bring out that gratitude that, you know what, you should know that you were this close to losing this all. So I don't think he was aware and he kind of like turned around the whole situation. Obviously it's bygones, you know, he's probably over that. I mean, now, now, now everything is well, but not so well, according to the article. But like my mom is like staring at me. <laughs> yo, yo. So I'm trying to avoid the, the eye contact because like she's really wondering what is this crazy girl talking about? Like these things don't exist, but they do anyway. So yeah i think he he took the whole situation now the way he views the situation that happened back then is is in a positive perspective 
like he chose to take the good that came out of someone constantly saying that to him because end of the day it became his driving force i don't know how overwhelmed was he i don't know how hard it was but it must have been very hard extremely hard especially when you're constantly anxious that you might lose this all you might lose it all so you have to keep putting in the work so you have to actually mastering your craft you have to constantly prove that you deserve to be in a space like owning up your space might sound easier but when you actually do own up your space there's a lot that goes in into that effort so hey guys let me read a few things that got highlighted by the fans in the article obviously it's the fans ah the army they were y'all powerful y'all y'all have to choose presidents now i don't know who's choosing presidents but at this point the army is in the right is in the right platform to start choosing powerful influential presidents because y'all challenge everything at this point oh my god guys like my laptop is so slow and i want to to view this this article oh my god oh my god okay we're getting there Ah, flip. You know what, guys? Using Windows is the pit. Using Windows, it's literally the pit. It's the pit. Steve Jobs ruined us. And here's the thing about like all those machines. Like, if you were so used to using um, Windows and all that, um, once you use MacBook for even two weeks, and you get used to it, you are ruined you are doomed because you get to appreciate um, the efficiency of the machine okay hey you know what like this article is so detailed because um, they discuss even stuff that happened like years ago (laughs) talk about bring out files they really do discuss things that happened years ago things that um brought them to this uh judgment of the fact that hype is being unfair to jimin and they have shown over and over again the fact that they exclude him they don't show um the same equal opportunities that they show other members but also, I don't know, guys. I have this thing of us projecting and assuming things. Because I feel like in, in, in fandoms, it's we easy... We, how can I put this? Oh, my God. English is, is being depleted right now. Um, it's easy for us to get the wrong end of the stick because we don't really know. It's not like um, we, we are owed explanations. Mostly, um, we don't even get the explanations. <laughs> Mostly hype will just ignore us, you know, about this whole thing. Ah, come on. I don't know why. Oh, my God. Okay. I think it's kind of behaving now. Or not. I should have read. I should have read that. I I really should have read that and, and stopped bothering this laptop. 
imagine giving up on me during the people imagine who knows who might listen to this podcast and here i am having technical issues <sighs> my god so there's a trend okay i'm only seeing a bit but uh, the laptop is just being slow um so these tags are from twitter and they are attached to the to the article and it's hashtag be fair to jermaine hashtag free jermaine from hype <sighs> how how are we freeing jermaine from hype do we think that jermaine is going to um renew his contract with hype like do we think it's going to happen because um a few weeks ago he was in a controversy of almost losing his home his apartment because he didn't pay his national uh health security insurance or something like that and hype came out to take account saying that they didn't make the papers or deliver the letters to him so that it would come to his attention about paying them how can you overwork a person and still not give them the necessary or handling such um minor things like minor details of their life minor fine print i mean that that's a very serious thing he almost lost his home because he wasn't aware that he owed that insurance and he was supposed to pay it he might know that it's important but when you are a person that has such a crazy schedule in between performing in grammys that's nabu and having a concert in las vegas having an ost that is coming out practicing and all of those things like it's easier to to forget stuff it's easier to be forgetful like way way easier okay guys wow <sighs> i don't know i don't know why this <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Ah, between my siblings sabotaging me with making noise, walking in and out, my mom staring at me and being here making things awkward, and my laptop being being like this, yeah. And I'm definitely not in the mood to refresh it. I mean, I'm not in the mood. So yeah, um, please give me a moment. <laughs> Anyway, you know that moment that Windows blacks out. <laughs> I'm experiencing that. Um, I'm so I'm so embarrassed for myself. You know, yeah, I'm so embarrassed for myself because now it's messing up my flow. So I'm going to try to share a bit of what the article was um, was all about. And the reason why I wanted to rephrase is because I don't want to get the facts mixed up um, by saying something because like there's a lot in my head and yeah my memory is kind of overloaded right now so yeah I just wanted to be accurate and share my penniless thought on whatever that is being said there and all that so the article is talking about the unfair treatment uh, that Jimin has been getting from the agency. And being excluded from group activities. So, um, yo, there's so many, there's so many stuff because they literally dig 
things from the past like incidents that happened from the past that were not explained or that just didn't make sense so let's talk about the recent one the ost um with you uh the ost is a soundtrack that you probably hearing in the k-drama our blues and it's with i think sanghoon yeah oh my god guys yeah i think it's, it's with sanghoon like i'm losing my credit as an army here oh my god wow so yeah um the way it was released and it was not it's it's not promoted one um and it was released in the same week that uh another ost was being released so they didn't actually like give it like proper marketing promotion and like giving it like a proper time for it to shine good news is that that ost is actually doing a lot better than a lot of like the group projects and it's one of those ost that is not actually like um promoted by hype also uh jimin has highlighted stuff like um that he wanted to perform filter in in the concert but um he wasn't allowed to do that so filter is one of his singles i mean like filter i like filter i love filter and i really do love his demo tracks so i don't know why he is being restricted from performing them while uh, whilst other group members do perform their own uh demos during tours or during concerts so the article covers that um also what does it cover see see why i actually wanted to to because there's a lot of stuff that are being covered in that there's a lot like there's a past incidents that happened so now that i've lost my sources and because i have a memory of an end now i forgot I guess we're going to move on. <laughs> just like that, we are just going to move on from this whole conversation. But my two cents is that Jimin deserves better because he's been overcompensating to prove that he deserves to be part of BTS. And I don't know why they're not investing in him but at the same time it's like the main dancer like it doesn't make sense. Jimin is a dancing machine. Obviously J-Hope is on another level. Hobby 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 dances, hey. Like Hobby Hobby Young is, like he's a dancing machine that is on another level. And hence those two are actually like very close because they share similar interests and when they're on stage they dominate. Remember the boy meets evil? That performance legendary. I know you remember it. If you don't check it out, you will actually understand why Jimin deserves better treatment. He has to be treated as a star. And now with the controversy of the military exemption, it's 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 a very popular conversation in Korea right now. In South Korea, like it's it's literally the most popular sect, like the most popular controversy right now. Do I think? the boys should be exempted and like also i i don't know to be honest i really don't know like i have no idea should they be exempted should they not be exempted while other group idols actually went like they had to halt activities suspend all the activities and go serve uh, their national duty 
um knowing their personalities through what we've watched what we all get as as fans i think they're going to do the right thing by honoring their duties as south korean men that will go to military to serve their country i think they will do that but at the same time i don't know that would like i don't know I don't know because Jin was on some um, he will let the record company or the agency to take the decision and respect it. I don't know what that means because I'm like what do you like if I was a reporter I would say what do you think you should do in this position? So that's not mean talk about that. I have to wrap this up since <laughs> this software that I'm using is going to limit me. Yeah. Ah, Also shout out to Love All Play. Uh, there's this character um his real name is Kim Sojun. Um, he's a new rookie um, 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 actor. And show him some love. Actually, he's very good. And I feel like he has a lot of potential, to be honest. I really think that he has a lot of potential of being a juice box opa that will actually give us K-drama in future that we are going to like and stand. So show him some love. Um, I, I personally love uh, the story because business proposal is all wrapped up ish kangteyamu guys left us with this void and we can't feel it also shout out to to lee juno from 2pm uh he got uh two awards from the Bexan arts um at what it arts awards something like that yeah sorry now i'm pressed for time so i'm getting this shit wrong so yeah, um, he was staring in a drama, The Red Cup Sleeve. Yes, that drama that we never healed from, that's the one. Yeah, I'm still scared for life. I, I can't repeat that drama. The way it was so good, but I still can't repeat it because of how they left me in pieces, in shambles. Yes. Um, what else am I saying? Oh, shout out to, shout out to, G, to GD Dragon. To G, oh no. In short, it's GD but it's g dragon shout out to him he rocked um chanel's women's clothes and looked fabulous in them i don't know why people are on some like yeah we're so worried about him he's losing weight uh, you know it's just skin attached to his boss guys legs he looked really fabulous in those clothes he looked really fabulous also g dragon is the Kanye west of korea period mic drop um who i was oh shout out to dindin because i like dindin <laughs> There's no reason, absolutely, there's no reason for me to send the shout out, but then shout out to him. Um, who is someone shouting out? Shouting out, shouting out, shouting out. Oh, shout out to Rain Opa for having a nice haircut and also uh, all the best to his idol group, which is Cypher. They're going to release an album called uh, The Code. They are an upcoming idol group, very young. Um, you know, show them some love and support them. Uh, we are sending a shout out to also shout out to your exes, guys. You know, shout out to your exes. I hope I hope you remind them that they cannot forget about you. <laughs> well, I'm signing out. I don't sound like someone who's sick, right? I don't, but I'm sick, y'all. Like I have this this unending headache, and it might be because like I yeah I overthink about K dramas, work, and everything. Capitalism, man, will kill us one day. Just want to say that. So, take care of yourselves. Wear your mask. Drink water. Moisturize your scalp with shea butter. You know, stay away from shit that will cause you harm. And stay warm. 
because it's winter in my country i know that in korea it's like summer or it's through a summer spring going through a summer which is horrible according to to them <sighs> sorry guys but drink water you'll be fine <laughs>